Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Why were so many people upset with me on Twitter about my ranking? Because your list is horrible. What? No, it's not. It's Keys- horrible. Agree to disagree. 100%. Yeah, yeah, you're wrong, and I'm right. <laughs> I hear Keyshawn J. Will and Max, J. Williams, Freddie Coleman, what? presented by Progressive Insurance and what? ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Hit us up anytime you want at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. This is why. Can I, can I say real quick, Freddie, why I love this network? This why is what is this, this network, like little sayings that people do on debate shows or conversation, sure. how it can skew such of the audience's opinion, right? Like, like when no I'm doubt. on first take going against you or Stephen A, you'll make a great point. You'll be like, yeah. And he'll be like, that sounds good, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And, then I can and say, no, here's why. Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> hit me with the general hospital. Yeah. You're wrong, and here's why. Uh-huh. Like the whole setup. Lies, That's lies, what, lies, there, lies. There, you Dude. just did the same thing to me. What are, uh, what are well, you talking you're about? Wrong. Well, well, you you're wrong. You said I was wrong, and I gave it back to you. You have Tom Br- Go ahead. Give your list before I get animated. You're, I think I we're well past you getting animated. I live a life in animation. But I'm trying to tell you. That's all you have a two and a half kids. Yeah. Third on the way. Y'all pray for me, man. I need it. We, we already have uh, prayers. We, have, mm-hmm. we already had those mm-hmm. prayers. You know, we had the collection. It's like plate. glory all over again. We, didn't, we don't need the building well, fund. We got well, the we don't need the building fund. We got the Jay Williams baby fund. So we got that taken care of when it comes to that. We're but, building. We're yeah, building. Yeah. No, so I'm not we, trying to yeah, do it no more. Yeah. And it all started because we talk about leadership and especially comes to Kevin Durant and many people wanted to be more of a leader with the Brooklyn Nets to kind of smooth things out. If he and Kyrie are going to stay together, those two are going to be traded, not going to be traded. And Jay had his best leaders in the NBA. Number one was Steph Curry. Number two is Chris Paul. Number three, LeBron James. Number four, Jimmy Butler. Number five, Damian Lillard. Number six, Draymond Green. I expanded to my rankings. I said, in my opinion, all-time best leaders in sports, not just in the NBA. And I had number one, Joe Montana of the San Francisco 49ers. Great player, but the leaders in that team were Ronnie Lott when he had his height of his powers. This one is number one of all time. Of all time, in my opinion. In all time. Yeah, great player. Not saying he wasn't a leader, but he wasn't the leader leader on that football team. Oh, That's what I'm going to make one. sure that we get that across. Okay. Not saying they did not have leadership capabilities, uh, but they weren't the leader on that team or in that organization. So you're kind of saying that, but go ahead. Wayne Gretzky, number two, the Everton Oilers, <laughs> because Mark Gretzky was the leader. Eli Mann, the New York Giants, okay. both of those Super Bowls. There were guys who were not better leaders, but had more of a leadership capability. Number four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the Lakers, because the men that Magic Johnson got there, that became his basketball team. He did it on a different level, but he was more of the monster leader. But this is what got Master Jay Williams all upset. Master Jay Williams. When I said Tom Brady with the Patriots at number five, mainly because as great of a player that Tom Brady was the Patriots. And, yes, that's not to say he was not a leader with the New England Patriots. But because Bill Belichick commanded such an R with that team, that's why, as great as he was, Bill Belichick was more of a leader with the Patriots than Tom Brady was. And that led Master Williams to say... Because he is a leader. I didn't he, say that he wasn't. He's, but, like, 
So the thing says, Freddie's rankings, best players who weren't the leaders on their team. Mm-hmm. Who weren't. Weren't is the operative word. They weren't the main leader on their team. It I, doesn't I, say I, main. When it said, when you said not the leader on their team, you're not the main guy. You're not the one that Tom everybody Tom Brady's not the through. main guy? Compared to Bill Belichick, no, he wasn't. That, during that I'll, time, be, I'll be curious here. I, we need callers to please call I in here. I threw it out there. I adamantly disagree, disagree with you. Flow. I disagree with you. because That's I, fine. I think within any locker room, when there is a coach like Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. who is very military-like oriented Absolutely. in the way he runs his scheme, I'm not I, think a, I think a lot of players then also fall into the realm of Tom Brady and the kind of ease that he would bring to the game. So you can can argue against that. You can't argue against it. You'd be wrong to argue against it, in my opinion. There goes the Stephen A. Trick again. You can't just say (laughs) I'm wrong, and that means I'm wrong. It's subjective. Tom Brady also then went to the Bucs and led his way and still won a championship. So I I won't use wrong, because wrong apparently apparently in your mind is an ugly ugly word. I'm going to say I conveniently disagree with you. There, you feel better that, now? That feels it, more it, sensitively that into yeah. the savage beast that has been inside of you when it comes to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels way better. You okay I like now? that a lot more. Everything's fine? No, everything's not fine. The, 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 I, still, <laughs> I still don't have Tom Brady number five, that's damn it. Why, I guess That's it. my point. That's why this is my list. Oh, yeah. This is not Jay Williams' list. Uh, now you're turning this to This is not Keyshawn. the law this firm of Williams and Coleman list. This is the law firm of Freddie Dwayne Coleman's list. Uh, this is my list. I, I, I gave you the whole government I, name when I, it came to my list. I would spend my money with a diverse firm. I, 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 I would go to... I would go to <laughs> Different kind of headhunters. Yeah, yeah, hey, I would spend my money there. Got the right kind of representation here. Freddie Coleman, you're hired. <laughs> By the way, keep waiting on Twitter because he's getting at real J. Williams. He's getting a lot of people wanting to be the executive assistant. I'm looking for one. I'm looking, looking for the right. For the one. resumes I got here were. Do we get a commission's finders fee for this? Finders fee? Yeah. This is the fact that you're asking for it now publicly? No. I mean, I just. <laughs> if, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it just popped into my, my mind. Yeah. My well, mind's telling it, me yes. <laughs> really? For my bank accounts? Telling me no. Telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that man oh, alone. Yeah, I cannot. He's brought a knot on himself. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go that, anywhere yeah, that, that, near that, that. That's an avenue that it's we would weird. never come back from. There are a lot of song references where I have to stop myself, which I can't say it out loud anymore. Isn't that amazing? It's just, it's, regarding a certain guy, and they were just ingrained in my mind mm-hmm. for so long. I just can't. Yeah, I get it. She, mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, it can't be calling you. It hurts. Uh, uh, I'm done. I'm sounds just like you might one. be fed up, Freddie. Yeah. I just don't. Stop. See? No, see? I'm done. But this time, Stop. Alan, I had nothing to do with that. This is your fault because you, you quoted a lyric from a guy that we can't mention on radio, music or sports You can't just mention him anywhere you. anymore. You're right. You're right. I'll get canceled quickly. That's I'm not fair. doing that. That's fair. No, I'm, I'm not trying to keep that. my checks. <laughs> Y'all ain't messing are, up my money. We are not getting fired on payday. Talk about that. that that's been the mantra. Every Wednesday, we're not getting fired on payday. That's going to be the mantra of Get all back the here. We got any calls shows. on this crazy-ass list <laughs> that Freddie has. You, it's, you don't mind the list until I got the number five. Yeah, yeah, well, the 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 cap, I get it. Because Magic, I mean, look, jump ball, rookie year, win the final. I, I understand. Force was personality. Eli Manning, like my cousin is David Tyree. Like I, I, I've seen it. I, I didn't know that. I, I, I get it. Yeah, that, that really? catch was. Yeah, I didn't, I was no, I'm talking, I didn't was. know that was your cousin. Yes. You learned. Yeah, well, you know how day. it really is. Like we, our families are friends. We grew up together, so that means you know. Same difference. In our community, that's my cousin. Same difference. That's my cousin. Same uh, difference. I'm uh, good with it. Wayne Gretzky. I don't really follow hockey like that as much back then, but I, 
I understand your reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Montana, I, I get that. You don't want to, though. I don't want to, though, on the Joe Montana. Why not? Because that's, that's Joe. Well, I love Joe Montana. Believe me. Third-round draft pick out of Notre Dame. People did not think he was going to wind up being, until Tom Brady took it over, the greatest guy of quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw that coming. He was never the he, – he did his leadership skills were based on just being, you know, I'm just cool. going to go about doing my job. Cool. Being Joe Cool. Pressure situations, I'm not going to lose it. We all remember the Super Bowl story. Harris Barton, they're backed up in the end zone playing Cincinnati. He goes, yo, H, isn't that John Candy? Harris Barton turns around to John Candy. Then 92 yards later, touchdown pass to John Taylor. Isn't that similar to like Steph Curry to a degree? Like it's not demonstrative. It's not a geographic thing. Yeah, it's like they're both very laid back. But like all I'm saying is, like I'm making a point here about Joe Montana. Mm -hmm. There is something that when – your leader yep. is cool and calm. That's a great point. I and like collective that. in these chaotic like moments that sure. it just makes you like I play with dudes. They're like, "Who we got?" I'm like, "Yo, calm your ass down, man!" Like you are making me more anxious. <laughs> like with somebody like Steph is like, "Yo, just you know, we run the set by like, mm-hmm. oh, okay." So there's he, something to be said about that. He, he's got that will about him. What K- about Montana in Kansas City? It was different end of his career. Here comes they the really Chiefs didn't need, fan. They, they really didn't need him to lead. Lead. It was great that he was there. Too, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was great that he was there, but they knew what they were getting with Joe Montana when they brought him there, and he came short. I mean, it wasn't his fault. He got that team in the AFC Championship game, and had he not been knocked out in a concussion that game against the Buffalo Bills, we may be having a different conversation about Joe Montana maybe winning two championships mm. with two different teams, yeah. with San Francisco and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. I'm not going to put that on him. But it was just a different way that he went about it. Other guys went different, and that's why. Not saying he was a worse leader, just he did a different way. But guys were more demonstrative when it he, came to that. He's just number one on yes. best players who weren't the leaders. I say, yes, like I, don't, I said, this is I, I don't know what other way are you saying that he's the worst. You're saying he's I didn't the say worst. The, I didn't say no way. If no, you're no, number no. one on Freddie's best players who weren't the leaders of their team, wouldn't that make them the worst? No, that makes absolutely no sense. No, no, no. Nice try. I tried. Nah, you sure did. And a no. In the words of D.L. Hughley, no. No. We're not going to do that. <laughs> We're going to take your calls on this at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 because Stephen G. Moss, even on Twitter, say, I don't get your list only because Brady. How can you bring a coach in for him on the list but not others? Man, you know why, Stephen? Because it's my damn list. That's why I can do these kind of things. That's, that's your only defense. That's, that, that's the best defense I got. Triple H, ESPN, 888-729-3776. Tear apart those rankings next on ESPN Radio. He still has to win a championship as a guy, as a bus driver. Listen, he joined this, uh, that team that already won a championship, so no disrespect. That's just a fact. It was him and Kyrie, and then bring in James Harden. Where, where, the team's right there. It just never worked out. Why are you slowing it down, Yates? It's a Wednesday. Because oh. my man's on the my man's on the joint. Oh, I get it. Hump day. Yeah. You mean Dr. Z? Professor Driz? Andre Snellings? ESPN NBA Here. Analytics and NBA Analysts? On Twitter, Professor DRZ? That's why the Osley Brothers brought us in here on Keyshawn J. Willem Hacks and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, 6 x Channel 80, as well as your smart speakers. So now that we've got the smooth groove going, how does this lead into the Nets? I don't know. It's just different energies. Well, well, maybe they need that kind of Isley Brothers energy to smooth and cool people out. Unity. Okay. You in I T Y? A lot of that not going on. You in I T Y? There you go. There. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Little Queen Latifah. So before we get to the Brooklyn Nets and their situation, Andre Snellings is a big fan of Rudy Gobert and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, talk parting about this. all those players, draft picks, and players for Rudy Gobert. We think you are completely out of your mind, Dr. Dr. Snellings. 
explain yourself. I'm about to take your doctorate back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, Dre. What's up, brother? All right, all right let me start off with you're wrong, and oh, here's why. There you go. Oh. Yeah, no, no, Another tactic that. used again. <laughs> I'm saying, y'all done brought me out to the Isleys, you know what I'm saying? Like, for uh, Homecoming 94, the Isley brothers. <laughs> my, my partner borrowed his pops' his Cadillac. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Anyway, wow. you got memories I'm about serious, that Cadillac. Man. You know, it's not like some, somebody, somebody's about to be rubbing thighs <laughs> here. Someone down in the back of that Cadillac. <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> Hey man, hey, all right, all right. Let me let me, let me like, focus let me on why y'all wrong. Back. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me focus. So, all right. Um, for one, the Timberwolves were one of those young teams on the way up, right? Uh-huh. They they faced off with the Grizzlies in the first round of the playoffs last year, and it was the first time two teams that young in the playoffs had played. I think in NBA history. I mean, they were like a really young team on the way up, but they were mainly an offensive team. They were an excellent offensive team, and they were pretty solid on defense. They just added one of the two best defensive players of this generation in Rudy Gobert. And it completely changes the way that they'll be able to play. And yes, you know, it's thought of these days that teams are going to small ball lineups. But if you look at the last every NBA finals, there's always teams with two traditional big men. Like going back this year, it was Time Lord and Al Horford. Um, last year, not so much traditional, but definitely a big man. <laughs> you, you had Giannis and Brooke Lopez. The year before that, it was Anthony Davis and Marcus Gasol. Like, they're not recreating the wheel to have Rudy Gobert playing next to Carl Anthony Towns. And Gobert is just such a huge impact player. In the last three years, if you look at the real plus-minus rankings, the only two players in the NBA to rank higher than Rudy Gobert every year are LeBron James and Steph Curry. I mean, Gobert is a huge impact guy. And you put him on this team without them giving up any of their top three or four players, the, the Timberwolves are going to be a problem next year. And I don't know why it seems like hardly anybody really realizes it. Dre, so here's my counter to that. So the, the, the two – This is why you're wrong, Dre. This is why, this is why you're wrong, Dre. <laughs> give the, it to me. Give yeah. it to me. So the, the, the two groups of bigs you may mention, like Giannis is a generational type of player, by the way. So And Brooke Lopez, who can shoot the ball from the outside, like he's multidimensional. Time Lord is different. He's just an, a freakish athlete. Same with Al Horford, can shoot the ball from the outside, can it continue to expand the defense, which opens up the paint for guys to attack. So when I look at Rudy Gobert, I hear where the analytics would say that, hey, look, defensively, he's one of the best to ever do that. But I also think what we just saw this past year in the playoffs is he was exposed by Jason Kidd. And I think you will see a lot more offenses that will challenge him. He couldn't be on the floor at the end of games. Like, he would get exposed in pick-and-roll action, Dre. And I, that that really concerned me. I know how he can protect the paint. But if if I'm a guard playing against him, that is a dream for me, Dre. I'm going to bring you out here every single time. I'm going to slice and dice you in pick and roll. I'm going to force you to play smaller and faster because you can't play that way with Rudy Gobert on the court. So um, I feel what you're saying with that. A couple things. Because even the year before, right, um, the, the, the Clippers, when they went small yep. ball against Utah, everybody remembers that. A couple things. Carl Anthony Towns protects, protects Rudy against teams going small ball against them. Because if you go small ball against these, um, these Timberwolves, then that means you also have to play small against Towns. And, and that's something, like, for instance, the Jazz were really small balls outside of Gobert. So he could be mismatched. But if you try to go 6'7", six, 6'8", six, and under against the front line with both Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, then you're getting punished at the other end of the court. 
And so, yes, Rudy at the very perimeter against pick and roll isn't his strongest suit. But when you look at the last couple years in the playoffs, the um, the Jazz were still 10 points better per 100 possessions with Gobert on the court than with him off. So I think it's been a little bit overrated, okay. his, his, his uh, quote-unquote struggles in the playoffs. Yeah. But for two, the Timberwolves' offense is so potent that if other teams try to you know, say, okay, well, we're just going to isolate Rudy and put him on an island, that's still – the, the, the Timberwolves still have the unit at both ends of the court to make that not just something that they can um, that they can really uh, attack them, but but it, it you know Rudy gives them so much strength at the other end of the court that you know the, the Timberwolves are going to be a problem for pretty much any matchup, even teams that try to isolate uh, Gobert in the playoffs. Andre Stellings, ESPN senior writer, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. So Dre, I follow up with this. Who won the trade? Because five first-round picks and four players for Rudy Gobert, who do you say run it, Utah or Minnesota? Minnesota won it if one team has to win. I think Utah got what they wanted out of the deal. But those first-round picks, barring injury, are all going to be later first-round picks. And so in, in today's day and age, those, those draft picks are nice trade commodities. But if you look at the last five first-round picks of the Timberwolves outside of Anthony Edwards, you're not seeing game-changing players. And, and Rudy Gobert coming in is a game change. They're, they're trying to win right now and for the next five years. So if there has to be one winner, then, then Minnesota won. But I think both teams got what they wanted. Okay. Well, we know the Boston Celtics, they needed somebody else to be a better organizer, especially half-court set, and they get a Malcolm Brogdon. They trade for him from the Indiana Pacers. If you regard Rudy Gobert that way, even though I disagree with you, how do you regard the move the Celtics made, bringing Malcolm Brogdon to fulfill the need that wasn't there in the final stretches of games, the NBA Finals versus Golden State? Oh, yeah, I thought that was a a huge and and underrated move, too. We did a a free agency special on ESPN Radio the Sunday before free agency began. And um, on the air, I was talking with the producer, Nuno, about what the Celtics needed. And we talked about what they needed was a floor general. And we said on the air, what they should do is trade for a player like Malcolm Brogdon. So for for four days later, them to trade for specifically Malcolm Brogdon, I love that. I I think that it really helps them. The reason I talk about the Timberwolves move is that the Celtics were already obviously a championship level. And so I think this makes them even stronger of a championship team. Whereas the Gobert move, I think, takes the Timberwolves from interesting team on the way up and puts them into that uh, contending uh, status. And so it was a bigger jump. But, yes, I love what the Celtics did, and, and I think that it's going to pay dividends for them this year. Yeah, Dre, I, I loved it. I, I, when they lost, I literally came on air the next day, and I said they need to add a guy like Malcolm Brogdon just because mm-hmm. his IQ and the way he can defend, it, it, it then relieves the pressure on Marcus Smart to make all the right plays because the ball could be in Brogdon's hands as you can exchange. But I, mm-hmm. I do want to ask you, as free agency continues to kind of move on, what do you think is out there or moves that you think will have the biggest impact when it's all said and done? Yeah, I mean, obviously everybody's keeping their eye on Brooklyn. Um, you know, the, the, the whole debate, you, brought, you played the Adam Schefter sound earlier, like uh, will KD and, and, and Kyrie be traded or won't they? Um, would you? I'm assuming. Would you trade them? Would you trade them? If I was the if I was the governor of the Nets, I 
probably wouldn't, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But right, exactly. I think that in real life that they will, because I don't think that they want, you know, to deal with with the unhappiness and, and the, the cloud that, that seems to potentially cover the team if they don't trade them and things go wrong. But, I mean, it just – to me, I don't see a market where it's going – something is going to improve the the Brooklyn Nets anytime soon if they trade those guys. So if I'm owning the team, then I'm probably going to keep them. Okay. But as somebody writing about the team, I'm expecting to write about a trade anytime now. Hey, Dre, can, can, I have to bring up something. I'm just curious to get your opinion on this. So obviously Kyrie has taken a lot of slack from a lot of people, and, and some of it has been warranted. I'm not saying or making any excuses, right? But when George Floyd happened, the fact that he decided not to go to the bubble, I know a lot of people a lot of black people that chose not to go to work that decided to stand up and say, you know what? Things have to change and conversations changed. And what were the dynamics extremely weird? Yes, they were for a lot of people, but that was, that was something bigger to me during a very monumental moment. The pandemic is its own beast, right? Like there were other players that didn't decide to take the vaccine. that got nowhere close to the kind of attention that Kyrie Irving got nowhere close so I, I look at those two situations, and I, I get that this whole narrative that he doesn't like to work and things of that sort. But like, would you cut him any slack on any of that, or is it still DefCon ten for you about Kyrie not showing up to work, or has it ever been? So here's, yeah, here's the thing. I mean, I, I can understand each of those individual cases you broke down, right? You know, I'm obviously black in America as well, and so in the the, the George Floyd situation, I had a lot of difficulty. Um, you know, especially being a writer for for ESPN, I wanted to write about it. Before I came to ESPN, I had a blog, and, and that's definitely what I would have written about um, pretty much every day for probably the whole summer. And so I had to, to come to my managers and editors, and they gave me special permission to write an article uh, about George Floyd. And actually, it was an NFL article, and, you know, I'm an NBA guy. Mm-hmm. And it was probably the biggest article that I – maybe the most important article I've written for ESPN – so I understand that was a special circumstance, a special time. I think it's not so much that the that one case that that, that brings you know makes people look against Kyrie uh, in a bad way. It's the accumulation, right? Because you know you, you mentioned the two biggies with, with, with the pandemic and, and the George Floyd, but even before that, Kyrie had been missing like twenty, twenty five, thirty games almost every season of his NBA career. Um, and I remember there was a uh, ESPN does a, a top players rankings. And um, I had to write about one of the questions they asked us because this was in 2020 was who is the player least likely to live up to their ranking? Mm. And, you know, before any of all this drama, I wrote Kyrie Irving was the least likely because he just wasn't available enough. Mm-hmm. And so if that was who he was before these big situations, he doesn't really get the benefit of the doubt when he adds these on top of where he already was. Either way, that future is determined exactly what kind of trade partner that the Nets can find and how that could affect Kyrie Irving as well. Always a pleasure, Dr. Z. Keep up the great work, Driz. All right, Dre. Yes, sir. Catch y'all next time. I'm Jay Snell, ESPN senior writer, like we mentioned him on Twitter, Professor DRZ, joining Freddie Cohen and Jay Will. Enjoy the back of that Cadillac, man. 
I'm sure. Yeah, you, you took him back to a place where he didn't think he no, had to think about the it. The brothers again. took him back to a place. Yeah, so we can blame Alan Yates for the, a trip down memory lane <laughs> when it came to Andre Snellings. By the way, Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio. A lot of you are really, really upset for whatever reason that's that Tom Brady wasn't the leader of the Patriots mm-hmm. when he was in his prime. Told you. Triple H say ESPN, like I was surprised. 888 <laughs> Your calls and your anger next on KJM. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Go ahead and tell them, Big no. Luther. Were, were you even alive, Alan Yates, when this song came out? What? I'm 19, a music 1981? I'm always alive. I don't think you were. Look at you. Yeah, you were not. Yeah, I was just born, Yates. You weren't, you yeah. weren't there? The no, new I school. wasn't, but I got a long, extensive Okay, catalog. here's the question. You mess with Big Luther or Skinny Luther? Doesn't matter. Both of them. It does matter. It doesn't. Great voices just translate. I don't want to take the show on a tangent, but I, I, I might have to come on and make a case tomorrow. Stop. I think Big Luther was... Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, just me. When Skinny Luther did Stop the Love, you know, Give Me the Reason, and all that stuff into the 90s, believe me, Big Luther, Small Luther, any Luther is good Luther here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. J. Will's you over like here. all the Luther, huh? Give me all the Luther all the time. Freddie Coleman and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as Keys well as TuneIn, presented by Progressive <laughs> Insurance. So we can blame Kevin Durant for this. We can blame me for this. Either way, Jay Williams is blaming somebody because he had his list in the top five leaders in the NBA, and it was a really good list as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's not about me right now, though. You don't have to repeat what That's my fine. list was. Well, then, because I really focus on your list because your list is the You're one right. taking a lot of heat right sure. now. Yeah, and we got no callers, problem. people that are angry yeah. about your list. Good, screw even your, up in T dot. Screw your list, then. Paul in Toronto. Uh, yes, that's what right. What do you got going on about Freddie Coleman's? Tom Brady being one of the worst leaders of all time. Didn't say that. <laughs> Stop that. No, no, he didn't say that. No. Jay Will, he didn't say I that. Know, he didn't I say know, that. I Jay Will, it's, it's an honor. It's an honor. I actually have to agree with Freddie uh, in regards to his Tom Brady comment. Tom Brady is a great leader, but undisputedly, that first three championships they won, that's because of Bill Belichick's defense. It had nothing to do with Tom Brady. He was there, 
But Bill Belichick's defense won those championships. And you can even say five out of his seven were probably won by the defense. So it's hard to say you're the best leader when your championships are won by the defense on the field. Yeah, but the thing was, he, he wasn't the leader of his team. Was Tom Brady not a leader of this team? Like, I, I, you, is it possible to have two incredible leaders that do it in different ways that complement each other? I never said that that was not the case. To me, Bill Belichick was a better leader for that team during the height of their powers, at least early on, more than Tom Brady. Hmm. I've well, been steadfast in saying that. Okay. You tried to twist my words. Like Tom, I mean, Tom Brady took a bunch of pay cuts. Oh, that, that, bunch that, of pay cuts but, in order to get but, the team but, wait, the way they need to get right, it. I'm, no, I'm just, okay. no, hold people on make second. sacrifices. I get it, but to use your disclaimer, you said keep it on the field. You said keep it on the but field. That's how you keep it on the field. Yeah, you keep it that's on the field. That's how you keep it on the field. We're not talking about money. You do what's in the you best know, interest of the team. No, that's not. That's off the field in terms of taking less well, money. Well, is that really off the field? Because yeah, you can't be on the field if you don't get paid. Well, put it this way. You decided to take that less money. I'm not criticizing Tom Brady for it, but he decided to do that to make sure the kind of players are going to be out there. That was something off the field look that at, affected on the field. Look at how you feel when one person agrees with you. You feel so confident. What are you talking about? Let's get some I'm people good, that disagree. I'm good with people disagreeing with me. That's what you know makes things go around. Discussion, discourse. I'm good with that. Jose in Connecticut. Hello? Go ahead, Hello. Jose. Hey, what's up, Jose? Hey, y'all threw me off. I'm sorry. I'm in Newark, man, not Connecticut. <laughs> no problem. But, um, listen, I'll, yeah, no problem. I don't care about Tom Brady. I'm a Jet fan, and I think Peyton Manning is a better leader on the field than he was anyway. What I would lobby for on your leader list is, I don't know how you missed it, but Derek Jeter, man, that's the Yankee captain. How he didn't get on the list? That's fair because the years he was the captain, but other guys were regarded as leaders like Andy Pettit, mm. guys like that more than Derek Jeter. Later on in his Later career. Later on in his career. But early on when they had their first that's four interesting run. One, yeah, yeah Mariano Rivera's looked more as a leader on those Yankees teams. It is interesting, though, like the, uh, if – if you're not a person that comes in right away and starts leading at a young age, like it almost gets, That's as it relates fair. to this list, it gets yeah. held against you. Like that yeah. time it takes to learn your sure. league and respectively what it takes yeah. to be great at that yeah. level. Yeah, And I don't hold that against Tom Brady early on. Feels like you do. No, Bill Belichick's factory was there the whole time. Yeah. When they won seven championships together. It, to me, it was there the whole time regarding Tom Brady. And I'm not, dis, I'm not disrespecting Tom Brady as a leader. But when you have no, that kind of sense. seismic personality. Yeah. Well, you have Joe Torre with the Yankees, right? Absolutely. So, I mean. Seismic personality. Yes. You know, no doubt. Certain, certain coaches go beyond players when it comes to that. If you want to go old school, people know about the Green Bay Packs in the 60s. What's the first thing you think of? Yeah. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Yeah. yeah. From that standpoint, the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s. Use the first thing you think of. Chuck yeah. Knoll. You don't yeah. think of Terry Bradshaw. No, and right. that's not disrespecting what those guys were able to do. But sometimes you have that kind of outsized personality. Nick Saban, Alabama. All these great players run through. Who do you think of first thing in Alabama football? Yeah. It's Nick Saban. Not dismissing Tom Brady. Not because it's Tom Brady's world. We're just living in it from that standpoint. Jose in Connecticut, what you got? Call the line for listener. Uh, what's up, Jay? Just want to say hi to you. Um, what's good, Jose? First thing, um, I, agree to, I, I agree to a certain amount with you, Freddie, about Tom. But uh-huh. let's be honest. If Tom was not there after Bledsoe got injured, we're not talking about Super Bowl champions. We're not talking about six rings. Mm. I will give you that the first three, the defense did win those championships because Patriots honestly only won by field goals those first three championships. Now, to say at the, the last three with, with the New England Patriots, without Tom, there is no rings. You know, and I get that Belichick was the general, but on the field, Tom was the leader. Freddie, your reply? It's fair because 
I've said that all the time <laughs> about Tom Brady's leadership. When you have an outsized personality, Bill Belichick, that goes beyond when it comes to that. And to the point in terms of Bill Belichick, what he was able to do, and you mentioned about Tom Brady, that he doesn't get played because Drew Bledsoe is injured. Bill Belichick, remember this. People talk about oh, he drafted Tom Brady. He passed on him five times. Passed on him. Nobody thought Tom Brady would be like that. Not even Bill Belichick. Not even Tom Brady. But Bill Belichick was able to master that, that when Tom Brady was ready, he was able to put him in. Mm-hmm. And Drew Bledsoe gets hurt. Everybody says, oh, you can, he's just holding the seat warm. Tom Brady held that seat for 20 years. Yeah. And that's another reason about that kind of outsized personality, knowing how to spot talent. He was able to spot a guy saying that guy's better for our football team than other dudes. I, I, I almost look at it as if there were two lifespans in the span of one, right? Because you can There's say. There's no question. The, Absolutely. The formative no years question. for Tom Brady, of course, Bill Belichick was instrumental. And Bill Belichick was instrumental throughout all six. Absolutely. But on the back end, that yeah. was a Tom Brady who knew what the hell he was doing. And you know why? Because it became a players league in the yes. National Football League. Yes. It, it's a quarterback driven league. And, and I've said this about Bill Belichick. We're going to find a lot about him now even more so than ever than Tom Brady. You can't just out-scheme people in the NFL. you got to have dudes. Yeah. you got to be able to have a guy. He has a quarterback in Mac Jones that if he opens up the playbook a little bit, we may see a better Mac Jones. We'll see if Bill Belichick does that in year two with Mac Jones. And he opened the playbook slightly. <laughs> slightly. But when Brady got it going, Bill oh, yeah. Belichick, here it is. Go. Run with Keys it. to the kingdom. Yeah. Like I said, that outsized personality recognizing that from a leadership standpoint, not minimizing Tom Brady. I hear you. I'm just giving more effort to Bill Belichick from that no, standpoint. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Starting to make some sense. <laughs> Keep the talking. The fact to me. that I swayed you. He, no, is no, no, no. You haven't swayed me. Don't tell me what you've yeah. done to me. Yeah, I'm not gonna. It's I'm not gonna put words. In, to I'm make not gonna sense. put words in your mouth. You're right about that. More of your calls <laughs> on this. How right or wrong am I, according to you and Jay Williams, about my <laughs> listen, Tom Brady and the leadership that he had. Under Bill Belichick during the Patriots, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Always appreciate you joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and this is ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Can't do anything anymore these Poor days. thing. Poor Jason oh Williams. Oh, my goodness. Poor thing. Here at E. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, uh, ESPN I Radio. I don't know we're back on. This is yeah. what happens. So I, I, <laughs> the jokes going around in our studio are great about an EA role that I'm looking to get filled out. Uh, all the guys are dressed up in their shirts and ties. They're all Josh me. I, I did want to tell you, though, Freddie, on right. this day, 2019, Anthony Davis was traded from New Orleans to the Lakers. Okay. And it leads me to say that last night on Twitter, right. you know, I'm just naturally, I'm always reading about what's trending and looking for different storylines and things that I find to be interesting. And there was video of AD playing NBA 2K, literally just running down the court and he gets bumped by Rudy Gobert and literally he really? holds his elbow and he gets subbed. Wow. I'm like, yo, NBA 2K got, got they, jokes. They, they, they got jokes. Man. And it started trending. That's I started mean. seeing it everywhere. I'm like, see, That's this mean. is stuff that AD can't get over. That and is I, mean. I want AD, I actually really want it to work itself out yeah. in LA. Like I want to find I want Darvin Ham to find a way to unleash Russell Westbrook. Maybe have him come off the bench. I want AD to stay healthy because I still do believe mm-hmm. that this championship window, if AD can stay healthy, okay. is still open for LeBron James. I, I, I want to believe it. I, I, I want to believe yeah, it. I want to go with you, but I can't. And you know what? Because you just mentioned it. There's always something that's going to happen to Anthony Davis. There's no way he's going to play 75 games, much less 82 games. And if you're the Lakers, you got to be really judicious when it comes to that because you need that guy in the playoffs. I go back to... They're up 2-1 in their series versus Phoenix. Anthony Davis gets hurt. Lakers never scratch another game in that series. Yeah. And if you're Darvin Ham, there's only so much you can do to prevent something like that that you really can't prevent with Anthony Davis. That's a challenge, and I get it. Uh, I mean, the last two years have not been a, a good showing for AD as it relates to, I think he's played like 80 games or something in, in two years. Yikes. It's always been something, but... um. The, the imagery of him in street clothes on the internet is overwhelming. I know. It's overwhelming. That, that's become his nickname. Uh, that's, uh, and people, whoop, oh, oh, there he gets, And I, I hate that because I've never, Kobe Bryant said this. Kobe Bryant said, you know, we have to go get him. He's one of the most Absolutely. skilled players the game of basketball has ever seen. And that's Kobe being Bryant. And his skill putting level, his stamp he's on not Anthony exactly Davis. Just a matter of what, what do they say? The best ability is availability. And when you're available, we've seen what those two have been able to do. You make things so much easier, not just for LeBron James, for everybody else. But when you don't have a guy like that, that is that kind of unicorn, there's no amount of players you have in your basketball team that's going to overcome that. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like LeBron James, year 20 in the league, the numbers he's putting up, man, it's ridiculous. It's still MVP-like numbers, Freddie. Say that out loud. Year 20. That's what I'm saying. He may play too. He's not going to be a Tom Brady. They're never going to retire. I feel like I'm 6'8". He's nowhere close to 6'3". Every day, more lies. When it comes to trying to be executive assistant, Alan Yates might be 5'11, and that's pushing. I think he's a little taller. Now I'm going to make you smaller than what you You are in real life. That's about playing small ball, somebody. We measured each other back to back. 
yesterday. Yeah, and, and I'm six two, and he's taller than me. Okay. Well, his hair, he, his hair compensates. Yeah, he even, I, had to, I pushed down, down the hair. He was, still, yeah. I was, he was still taller than me. So. He uses that as leverage. Even, I'm at least six four. Yeah. Even Justin Craig, our program director, came in with a shirt and tie, trying to be an executive assistant for you. I can't. Even overnight, Joe on Twitter, Comedy ESPN, Real J. Williams says, <laughs> I got my time today. How do I get in on this? I mean, listening to Pat Costello try to tell me that he likes Duke and he likes Coach K, just it completes the narrative. That it's a fraud. He doesn't even believe I, himself. Really, I just want to work for Coach K. I don't actually want to work <laughs> for Duke. Like, like a one degree of separation <laughs> to get what you want. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, as well as Tuna. He's Jay Williams and Freddie <laughs> Coleman. Keep those resumes coming in. Real Jay Williams. He's going to be his executive assistant. Oh, he can't wait to see exactly. And I guarantee the best ones will get tweeted out all one the time tweet. when it comes to that. But people weighing in on the list that we have. We talk about leaders in, in the days of old and also in the days of new. Jay had his in the NBA. I had my real rankings, all-time best leaders in sports that weren't out the leaders of the team. And I got the number five Tom Brady, the Patriots, and all hell broke loose on social media and also with the phones. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Joe in New York, where do you stand on my list? Talk to him, Joe. Tell him. Hey, Freddie, I just got to disagree. I mean, I understand Belichick is a great leader in getting the team prepared, but you said you wanted to talk on the field. And on the field, I see Brady was the one before that first Super Bowl leading them out of the tunnel, getting the team psyched up. I didn't see any defensive leaders up there doing that. Well, the first Super Bowl, they all ran out at the same time. The, the whole team ran out together because it was right after 9-11. And the whole team, before 9-11, the whole team ran out together to symbolize that it wasn't just about offense and defense. So it wasn't Tom Brady running out there in front of everybody. Everybody ran out together. And that was a Bill Belichick idea to do something like that, part of the Patriot way. Well, you see them in the tunnel getting the team fired up. It's Tom Brady headbutting the team, getting them ready to go. But what's There's to say, no defensive players up there doing that. But what's to say that Bill Belichick didn't get them riled up in the locker room before that? Because that's what coaches do. Well, is that what Bill Belichick does? Does he really get them riled up? Bill Belichick gets them riled up enough to go out there and play football. The guys aren't just walking out there like Bill Belichick saying, oh, let's get ready to play. You know, we're out here ready to play. And I don't know. Do I've, I've, been around, I've been around Tom Brady, man. Like, I, I've seen you the have way, that intel more than I, I I've seen the way some of his most famous players react and engage with him. Like, there is a special something, like Genese Qua, like with that dude. That, like, and I've seen it, like, multiple times throughout stages of his career that mm-hmm. people follow him. Have I not said that about Tom Brady? No, you have. Okay. I just yeah. want to make sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just, just, I'm just I've seen the whole thing like, let's go, yeah. when he does that whole thing. <laughs> and at times we know he's playing in the crowd, and I'm with that. I'm okay. Hey, you're amped up. Get the crowd amped up. You're playing at home in a playoff game. Hell yeah, let's do the let's bleep and go. If you're Tom Brady, there's no doubt about I, I get, his I get what you're saying that. from like a preparation perspective. Like, oh, like Bill Belichick is the leader of that team, and no doubt about it. But from an emotional perspective, like that is the pulse of your team. That is the pulse. You can have all the prep you want. If you don't have the pulse of your team, it ain't going nowhere. How much do you think? But I think Bill Belichick contributed to a lot of that with that Pagers team early on. As it early got later on, yeah. and later, yeah, Tom Brady, of course, is going to rise up in the power structure. I mean, he prevented. Jimmy Garoppolo from staying with the Patriots. Yeah. When Bill Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady had that kind of stroke late in his career to go, hey, Robert Kraft, a word? And the next thing you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is out going to San Francisco. I would really love to get like the perspective of like a Ted Bruschi or something like that to call in. I mean, we need to do that tomorrow. Yeah, you do. I won't be here tomorrow. You can do that tomorrow. Where are you going? 
Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> Sheffy's voice just kills me every time he says that. Every time he does that, it just makes me smile all the time. Well, Don't you know what? about that. What's that? If you're not going to be here, I'm not going to be here. We're going to pull Katie and Kyrie. We are a package. Is that what we're doing? That's not how that works. Well, you're yeah, going to be here. I looked over to my boss, Justin Craig, yeah. and I was like, uh, the look of Justin's face. He was looking at his phone, and he just he, he didn't even look like his whole face. It just eyebrows just looked like no, no that we're not doing that. And went right I'll, back to his phone. I'll be here tomorrow. I appreciate the solidarity, though. As your <laughs> as your future assistant, I checked the schedule. You are you are scheduled to be I'm here available tomorrow. Yeah, See, you are available. You used to have it chosen who you're going to pick. To well, why do I have to choose right now? That's true. Jordan. I mean, I didn't know if you're going to like choose one to have somebody lead in the clubhouse. When are you going to make this decision? Your executive assistant. I don't assistant, know. I just I, I just put the tweet out last <laughs> night, and apparently I forgot this morning yeah. until Pacasillo hey, reminded me. I just want to know what's going to happen first. Kevin Durant gets traded by the Brooklyn Nets, or Jay Williams oh, no, puts gonna, out executive I'm assistant. I'm going to need an EA way before that. <laughs> That's going to be a while. That's not. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to do it. <laughs> Oh, my God. John in Tampa, where do you stand on the list, my friend, at 888-729-3776? Hey, guys. Great to talk to you. Jay Will, always a pleasure. What's up, man? Um, listen, I I think that uh, Tom Brady in Tampa is more of a leader than he was in New England. But mm-hmm. here in Tampa, mm-hmm. we got another great leader. We got our Tampa Bay Lightning captain, Steven Samkos. No and doubt. I know mm-hmm. around the NHL, your, your team captains are usually great leaders. but. Yep. Stammer, he he goes in the corner, he mucks it up. Sometimes you'll see him drop the gloves and throw down, and, you know, he's blocking shots like crazy and limping around and then going back out for a shift. I think think a lot of hockey players, especially the captains, um, are the true definition of on-the-field and off-the-field leaders because they need them in the locker room, too, to get them fired up. And I don't doubt that at all because I've seen captains being named at 19 years of age in hockey, and you say to yourself, boy, what kind of stroke does that guy have that he just got there? And they're like, yeah, our best player is our best leader at 19 years of age. Or he's exhibiting enough leadership qualities to say, yeah, we're going to make him captain now because everybody's going to grow with him. I mean, the similarities between the two sports are so interesting, right? The physicality of it, yeah. but also like the, the the endurance of it and that leadership perspective that you just mentioned really comes through. And physicality means a lot because there's certain guys that won't be captains but you take your cues from them. I remember a guy, Ty Domi, who some plays in the NHL now. He was never like a captain material, but anytime something needed to be done, he was one of those M kind of guys that if someone's going to jump off, mm, he was not having it. Mm-hmm. He was not going to have it. And sometimes you need a leader that's like that, depending on the structure of your team, where if something – that's why Richie Incognito stayed in the NFL for that yeah. long. Draymond Green for the, for the Golden State guy, Warriors. Absolutely. There we go. He's going to protect Clay Thompson mm-hmm. and Steph Curry all day long. Yeah. And, and he did it the best way. I'm glad you mentioned that with Draymond Green. When he got into that whole thing with Jalen Brown oh, yeah. and everything, completely calculated, knew exactly what he was going to do, got under his skin, and Boston even acknowledged saying, we can't fall for the Draymond Green in the tailpipe once again. Kobe told me this story one time when he had Ron Artest. He would have Ron literally go get him. Your job yeah. is just to get him out of his game. Whoever the best team's player was, get right. him out of his game. That's your role. If yeah. you do that every night, we winning games. You, you need a guy like that. You do. And Kobe Bryant could be that guy too because I remember that one time he and Matt Barnes were – Fat mouthing in the baseline. Oh, the ball fake is. Oh my! The, the most and, and Matt Barnes is a tough dude. Look, yes, Matt Barnes can with anybody. Yeah, he is not afraid of anything. He flinched the ball. Kobe Bryant like the throw the ball in his face, and Kobe Bryant didn't even. Blink. And he just kept chewing his gum. Yeah, he kept, kept chewing his gum. Him. Yeah, kept staring at it. I watch that stuff all the time, and you know why Jeannie Bus? When we talk about leaders in sports, 
That's what she really That's misses what she the misses, most yes. That's Kobe what goes Bryant. back to what her tweet was at 2.11 a.m. the other day. Mm-hmm. That kind of mentality and mantra around yeah. your team. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, it's a pleasure, brother. You too, man. Soon. Yeah, Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Comes your way next with Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. This is Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. Thank you, Jordan. ESPN Radio. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.